Hi, I'm John Kuzma from endzoneblog.com. Thank you all for listening. Uh, It's another day of football topics and discussion that we're going to get on the way here. I appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. As always, let's get right to the ticker. The very first thing we're going to talk about today is Roquan Smith. Apparently, the Chicago Bears rookie Roquan Smith failed to report uh, to training camp today. And that has to be a concern for this team. Smith hasn't signed his rookie contract yet, yet, but there's still time to get a deal done and get him into camp. Obviously, the sooner reports, the more familiar he'll be with uh, Vic Fangio's system. Remember, though, we see players like Joey Bosa hold out for a portion of the regular season and then come back and light it up. Everyone forgot Bosa even held out to begin with because he was producing such great results on the field. So Smith will have to take a similar course of action, but Chicago is hoping negotiations don't take that long. Ideally, some agreement will materialize this week and all this will be in the past. You can't blame Smith's agent for trying to maximize the former Buckus award winner first contract though the nfl is a brutal sport and it's always a smart decision to capitalize on your value especially when you have leverage and contract talks that way if smith gets seriously hurt he'll at least have some financial security for putting his body on the line we've seen so many examples in the past of players taking a team-friendly deal only to have that agreement come back and bite them in the rear end smith understands the nfl is a business and that's why it's smart to make sure he can sign a deal that he's comfortable with. It's not like the Bears are going to walk away from the top player they selected in the draft. This is just a minor speed bump in the road and sooner or later we'll be talking about how dynamic of a linebacker Smith is on the field. So Roquan Smith doesn't report. Uh, Obviously it's a concern right now uh, but we're going to have to take a wait and see approach to see how bad it gets. Now hopefully it doesn't get to the point where um, you know, Joey Bosa, he's starting to miss regular season gains because he was uh, making sure he got as much money as possible. While Roquan Smith has to take uh, a similar approach as far as making uh, as much money as he can. The last thing the Bears want to do is have this guy miss out on training camp reps where he can get familiar with uh, Vic Fangio's system. Learn the terminology. That's one of the hardest parts of uh Um, playing football as far as uh, the playbook goes sometimes the terminology can overwhelm some guys we know Roquan Smith's a football player so he should be okay Um, but still there's sometimes you know just uh, the lingo of the play calls that you need to get caught up on get familiar with just understand the concepts and gain awareness within the system because once you understand not only what your responsibility is what everyone else is doing on that particular play Play too. That's when you become uh, a next level uh, defender. You know, uh, you're just so um, tapped into the game that you know your instincts just come out and you're just reacting and not even thinking about what you have to do. You just instantly uh, trust your instincts to make something happen. So that's what the Bears are hoping Roquan Smith can get to. But he can't uh, really um, take his game to that next level unless he gets into training camp and uh, gets those repetitions um, in practice. Uh, That's how you uh, iron out the wrinkles in your game. You have to go and earn it every single game or every single day, excuse me. And 
you develop your motor in practice. You know, all those snaps you get um, just firing in practice and getting your muscles loose and developing uh, just your bursts and things like that and just being able to read plays and um, diagnose what the offense is trying to do to you. Uh, all that comes with just being in practice and um, getting reacclimated to uh, the game itself, you know. Uh that's why we call it game shape and you know you have to worry is Roquan Smith going to be in game shape if he misses too much uh time holding out so hopefully the the two sides can come together and get something done as soon as possible so it doesn't linger too long and really uh become a black cloud hanging over the the bear season the next topic we have up is Michael Bennett's court case will be crucial for the Eagles' upcoming season. It's If Bennett's name is cleared, then the Eagles will have a great chance at repeating it as Super Bowl champions. Um, you know, the Eagles are coming off their first Super Bowl win in franchise history, and they could be even better this upcoming season. One major reason why is the acquisition of Michael Bennett. Bennett is a pass-rushing uh, nightmare for opposing teams, and when you add him to the collection of talent Philadelphia already has, it's clearly a special group. Michael Bennett doesn't even need to be the alpha dog like he was in Seattle. Seven sacks would suffice, and that should be enough of a push up front to operate Jim Schwartz's defense effectively. Rem- remember, it all starts with the winning at the line of scrimmage, and not many players do that as consistently as Michael Bennett. Even at 32 years old, this guy still finds a way to make an impact. A lot of that is because Bennett is physically superior than the players who line up across from him. On film, one thing that stands out is Bennett is strong. Longer than his opponents by continuously continuously getting penetration into the offensive backfield the defense can dictate what the offense can and can't do to some degree it's hard to win if you can't run up the middle and that's what Michael Bennett shuts down he's absolutely lethal on loops and twists uh, the protection up front has to be conscious of those type of plays because they have to think and react on the fly which complicates the game for the blockers who are trying to keep the quarterback safe. The final phase of Bennett's game is definitely his nonstop motor, and he goes all out on every play. When you watch Bennett compete, it's hard, or it's his second and third effort which helps him complete his goal of recording a sack all those abilities will blend well with everything the eagles already have it could even be enough to repeat as super bowl champion so basically michael bennett's court case you know i hate talking about uh um all the the player misconduct that's going on but i think um we have to talk about Michael Bennett's uh, court case just because it's going to have such a big impact on the defending Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Remember, uh, Michael Bennett was accused of injuring a security guard at the Super Bowl, which was uh, the Patriots, I think, versus the Falcons. I'm not sure, but it was one of the Patriots Super Bowls. And, uh, Apparently, Michael Bennett rushed the field and injured uh, a security worker in the process. I guess they're saying um, that Michael Bennett pushed the guy down. It, it's it's a complicated case, but regardless, you know, if Michael Bennett um, gets his name cleared and he doesn't have to serve any time, uh, even if he does get a felony, we don't know how much time he would have to serve or if any at all. But, you know, with a felony uh, looming over his head, obviously there could be uh, 
the potential for him to miss, you know, several games or even the entire season. It depends on how everything plays out. But if his name's cleared and he gets off and he doesn't have to serve any suspension at all, that's so big for the Philadelphia Eagles' chances of repeating as champs because uh, Ben is going to come in and take a very good defensive line and take them even higher. You know, this guy has some gas left in the tank. He was still uh, a warrior for the the Seattle Seahawks up front, you know, um, getting after it every play, uh, rattling opposing quarterbacks and just doing everything he could to help that team win. You know, he gets traded to Philadelphia. They have uh, a good group, group on both sides of the ball. Obviously, they're, you know, uh, they're coming off their very first Super Bowl win ever. Brought the Vince Lombardi uh, trophy back to Philadelphia. So I think, you know, when you add all the, the guys they already have and you put Michael Bennett, you know, as the cherry on top of all that, it's pretty clear that the Eagles are going to be loaded on the defensive line. And, you know, when you control that line, a line of scrimmage and you, you're eating up the run and you're rushing the passer, um, everything else seems to fall into place from there. Um, Michael Bennett does that better than most guys in the league. And he could be a real uh, contributor to this team for at least, you know, the next two seasons, maybe three or four. So I think this is a good pickup for them. And, you know, the rich just get richer on that one. Michael Bennett's really going to help out, but he's got to take care of his off-the-field issues first. Um, it's, it's been a rough offseason for the NFL. Uh, that's why I wrote that article the other day about all the good guys in the league, like Larry Fitzgerald, uh, Drew Brees, and J.J. Watt, guys who are keeping their hands clean and going above and beyond the call of duty when it comes to giving back. But I think um, some of these other guys are being falsely accused, too. We live in an era when everybody's out to sue you uh, to do a cash grab and maybe uh, make some money off the the accusation, Um, maybe fame or whatever. But regardless, uh, athletes are a target in today's era. That's just... uh, uh, the truth of the matter, and if any of these athletes are indeed guilty, it really happened, then they deserve to be punished accordingly. Um, you know, it's just the way it is. It's got to be, uh, um, there's got to be some discipline as far as uh, keeping these guys accountable. You know, the last thing we have up is the Le'Veon Bell situation. Le'Veon Bell um, doesn't come to a long term agreement with the Pittsburgh Steelers. We don't know what's going to happen there. His agent is saying it's the last year he'll be in Pittsburgh. He doesn't want to play on another franchise tag deal. Um, you know, he, I think he's making like $14 million a season. So there would be like a 20% increase if they tagged him again, which would, you know, put him up a couple million dollars more. So you're looking at 16 or $17 million or wherever he goes up to if they tagged him again next year. The question is... Um, would the the Steelers be open to doing that? I think they would because it'd be better for their team. It's really bad for Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell doesn't want to play on another franchise tag, but he already said in the past that he won't, and he is this year. So I think if the Steelers did franchise tag him again, I think he would say, you know what, I will end up playing, you know, on that that huge deal that he would be getting. But at the same time, it's not ideal for Le'Veon Bell. He wants to go get a multi-year, huge maximum contract. 
and you know playing on a one-year deal which uh, doesn't give him a lot of security for the future, especially when you're playing a running back position where you're taking a lot of hits. And we all know about his workload. He's carrying the ball almost 300 yard or 300 times a year, excuse me, and he's catching like 80 balls a year. So he's taking on a massive, massive workload. One of the the best compliments you can give Le'Veon Bell is the fact that he's so durable. Most other guys would be hurt, you know, halfway through through Le'Veon Bell's workload, but the guy is tough as nails, and he can uh, handle everything the Steelers ask of him. He's saying it's going to be the last run for him in Pittsburgh, but like I said, I could just see Pittsburgh deciding, you know, we're going to franchise tag you again. It might feel like uh, Le'Veon Bell can never get free, um, but like I said, uh, when you have a good player like that, it's almost better to cut some overpaid, underproducing players on your roster and make room to franchise tag Le'Veon Bell again. Um, now, would he seriously sit out and consider missing the whole entire year just to be like, hey, I told you guys I'm not playing on that. I'm standing my ground, you know, but um, we don't know. But we do know this upcoming season he will be on the Steelers. He is going to play, and he recently tweeted and said, expect this to be one of his best seasons yet, which tells me he's done a great job preparing himself. He wants to do everything he can to win a Super Bowl in Pittsburgh before he leaves. But I just can see in the future Pittsburgh tagging this guy again, um, even though it will be how many times in a row? I don't know, like three times maybe uh, in a row. But why not you know Le'Veon Bell is probably uh the best player at his possession at his position you know you could say Ezekiel Elliott or Todd Gurley too but those three guys are acceptable answers you know a lot of people are saying David Johnson I think David Johnson just below uh Le'Veon Bell Ezekiel Elliott and Todd Gurley but um Le'Veon Bell definitely the cream of the crop you could easily say he's the best running back in the league, especially what he also brings to the uh, the Steelers as far as catching the football goes. Um, a patient runner who's got unusual power, very, very strong guy, but at the same time glides uh, um, behind those blockers and waits for his uh, linemen to set things up up front, and then he capitalizes. Just a great player. I I don't know. I I don't know how Pittsburgh lets him go at the end of this upcoming season. You know, uh, I just don't. Even though they didn't get a long term deal, I think you know. Even though though uh, his paycheck would be much more with another franchise tag, similar to what happened with Kirk Cousins in uh, Washington, where his you know uh, salary just kept going through the roof because they kept tagging him. I think, you know, if you do it again at the end of this season, at least gives you another chance to open up a long-term deal. I know the Steelers don't have very much salary cap at all, but they're going to have to shake things up, maybe trade a few guys. Uh, like I said, go through the roster and look at players who are overpaid and underproducing and maybe cut them. Just find some ways to open up some cap space and maybe keep Le'Veon uh, around. But if not... Then this will be his last season in Pittsburgh. We'll see if they go out with a bang. Um, they underachieved last year for all the talent they have. Uh, they probably have the one of the best offenses in the entire NFL. Two of the best players in Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. So they need to do a little bit more. 
and we'll see if uh, Le'Veon can get it done in his final year. Mike Tomlin's going to have to be a little bit better, too, as far as uh, decision-making goes. But uh, it's all coming down to this season for the Steelers, it looks like. Uh, I think this could be the last year for their window, their Super Bowl window, because if they lose Le'Veon, they're in trouble. You know, One move they could have uh, pursued was trying to trade him in the draft and then maybe moving up and getting like a Saquon Barkley, you know, uh, you could have probably traded Le'Veon Bell for a high draft pick and got another draft pick for the future. So um, you could have maybe got a running back early like Saquon Barkley if you uh, traded Le'Veon Bell and then got the cap down and then got an additional pick for the future. They decided not to go that route and just keep uh, their nucleus together for one more uh, run. Uh, we'll see if that's the right move because, like I said, they're tapped out of cap. Uh, salary cap space and uh, it's all coming down to this. I'm John Kuzma I appreciate you guys tuning in. Check out endzoneblog.com. Also check out our Twitter at endzoneblognfl I appreciate it. Have a great day.